This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you virtually. Jordana, I, I, do you think we're going to get back? I think we're getting closer and closer to being in a studio together, right? I sure hope so. It's already May. Look at us. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's... Is, Remember how awkward the first few Zoom podcasts were? Like, not awkward. I, I thought we we did a good job, but like, are we gonna have that when we get back in the studio? Like, um, awkwardness. Or will the show will be not awkwardness, but will like have we? For, maybe the show well, is seven thousand times better than we even remember. It's funny because like I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I actually I haven't I see you every week, but I haven't like yeah. seen you in um in like over a year. It's crazy. It's pretty wild. We should probably get drinks or something. We all should, we, yeah. We should do something. <laughs> it's kind of it's a weird way to make plans, but yeah, we should do that. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do. We'll, um, we'll, we'll figure out the logistics off <laughs> off the podcast. Off pod. Um, well, listen, we love these Sunday episodes. We have a a really good one today, but it's long, so we want to get right to it, right, Jordan? Let's let's get right into it. It's a lot of text, but um, it uh. It's telling. It's also very relatable. I, I think this conversation is going to be one that you're going to want to share. Uh, the male-female dynamic of this, just by the nature of the question, is just, I'm I'm put off by the question. But I, 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 I think it just goes to show, and thank you to the emailer for writing in, but it just goes to no, show. It's, it's a good question. It's just, I'm put off by the, I know how relatable it is to a lot of women. Just goes to show you can't win. This email just really shows me that you can't. There's no good way to um, end something with anyone. But I'll get well, no. I'll get right into the email. The email's not that long. The the texts are. But uh, but again, these are the ones to share. Share share share. Let a friend know. Text a brother, a mother, a sister, a papa, a mama, anyone with ears. Your friend from college. Your friend from work. Anyone that is having any type that likes the. The unpacking of dating issues, of any issue in, in particular, get them involved. Put it on your story. We'll reshare it. I love a story share. Okay, let's do it. Thank you for J&J. Thank you for showering us with your infinite wisdom and hot takes. Would love your insights on this dramatic spin on a it's not you, it's me situation. I just got back into the dating game after a two-year hiatus, and I'm seeking real connections. I okay, <laughs> let, me start, let me start with something. This is a two-year hiatus. That's not saying she was in a relationship. She was just saying, I'm out of the game. I took a break for two years. I've heard of people taking okay. breaks. Two years is a long time to take a dating break. But that's I, fine. You just don't meet many men with this type of definitive in and out of the game thing. And we talked a little bit about this on Wednesday's episode. But like... The idea that she's like, I'm back in the dating game. Like, I don't know if she was like doing like, I was being casual for two years and that's over. Like, I don't think she's going to meet guys that are in that 
right headspace yeah she doesn't elaborate but i take it to mean like i'm not like i'm off the apps i'm not like actively looking mm-hmm. okay um i started talking to this gentleman in early december first date was virtual followed by phone calls texting all that good back and forth we started seeing each other in person and there was good connection we slept with each other pretty quickly and that was great too we talked about heavier topics. He went through a rough year, lighter topics, just the regular things 30-something-year-olds go through to build intimacy. He is actually a little above 40, if that matters. This was over the span of a, a little over a month. Uh, quarantine compresses things. I'm supposed to see him on a Friday, and I get this text from him at, after 12 p.m. Please see attached screenshots. Warning, it's very long. I edited out a few personal identifiers he mentions, including my traumatic family loss, which is relevant to the situation. Sorry about that. Should we read them and then I'll read her question to us? Yeah, let's read them because there's a lot here. Okay. So, so you're I'm him, him, you're her? Yeah. So okay. this you, we're supposed to hang out Friday and you text, you, he texts her this at 12 p.m. Okay, well, you read this. I edited out a few personal identifiers he mentions, including traumatic family loss, which is relevant to the situation. I'm not sure if it is his or hers. Oh, yeah. But we're equally sorry to both of them. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, you ready? Yes. Is the audience ready? Because these are long. Get ready. Brace okay, yourselves. people, buckle up. <laughs> this is him. I've been a little quiet the last couple of days. Not sure if you noticed or care or whatever, but I just want to share my feelings with you. I considered calling you about it, but I didn't want to put you on the spot or catch you off guard. I'm not sure I mentioned that I went through a bad breakup over quarantine. Initially, we broke up about a year ago. It dragged out until over the spring. We briefly got together again in the summer and broke up again, and that dragged out a bit into September. You are the first person I've spent time with since I really tried to be honest with myself and decided I was ready to start seeing other people. I spent a lot of time thinking about that because I wanted to be honest um, with anyone I was dating. I've enjoyed spending time with you a lot. I love that you are smart and sexy and independent and compassionate, and I've only seen great qualities in you. I should mention here that I ended my last relationship because of some pretty terrible behaviors my ex had done and some really fucked up situations she's put me in. Things dragged out as my ex tried to apologize and make things right, but I didn't feel that her actions were forgivable. That was why. So it's not that I want to go back to that at all. Uh, I know that I need to fully get over it, but somehow the feelings that seeing someone new has brought out in me are not what I expected. I'm feeling guilt and a general sadness that I can't quite rationally uh, justify to myself, but I know it's connected to the sense of, uh, of now that I've hung out with you a few times, I feel my old life slipping further away and it's just bringing this hurt into my head and I can't shake even if that I can't shake, even if something new would be much healthier. I've been really depressed this year, but increasingly so in the last couple of months. Uh, I guess that's why I'm being weird. Sometimes I just feel like I can't share all those feelings with anyone. And I just want to be in silence with someone who already knows who saw how beautiful my life was. It's just too hard to say it all again um, and explain how things used to be. Not sure if you care all that much or if I'm taking this whole thing too seriously. But even if I embarrass myself a little by saying all this, I just want to be really honest anyway. 
I just feel like a bad person for hiding these feelings from you. I've been a little distant, maybe you sensed, and I thought you deserve to know why. I guess my point is that I don't think I see what is happening with me and you going in a more serious direction. Again, not sure if you care about that or if that that's what you were looking for, but I just didn't want to be one of these guys who drops off and disappears because then you might think that was uh, about you when it's really about me and just isn't fair to do some t to someone. I wanted to be straightforward also because I was hoping we could still remain in each other's lives in some capacity if that's not too much to ask. Wow. <laughs> that is a long, I mean, that is an essay. Actually, no, that is an essay. I mean, especially like from a 40 year old man, like, I don't know if that's more 40 year old or less 40 year old to me. I don't know. It just I feel like, like it's I, more 40 year old. Okay. Yeah. You're probably, you're right. I, I, cause I, I just, it does seem like someone who's going through some stuff. Yeah. And I do think it's him trying to give an explanation that he thinks will be helpful to her in some way, shape or form. Absolutely. And to be honest, there's no explanation that's helpful. Like his, his most, his his helpful explanation is I don't see this going in a serious way. Right. Direction. The last part was really the the crux. But I mean, but he also didn't want to just like if he had just written, Hey, I don't see this going in a serious direction, just wanted to let you know he'd be a dick. You know, so right. like he added some color to it, which the color I do I, I kind of don't under, did you understand what he was saying? It's that he was in a toxic relationship and he misses that. Well, she like, edited I edited out some stuff, but like if I had to summarize his text, it would be like I went through some things last year. I broke up with this ex that like I had this kind of toxic relationship with. And I'm now just kind of like feeling really depressed and don't feel like I can like be with anyone. Yeah. And he says he misses his old life. So we don't know. Well, if he's depressed. Maybe he means like a life when he was like happy, like before he he's yeah. in the past two months, I've been feeling really depressed. So to me, this is like as long of an explanation as I've ever, I've definitely never gotten this yeah. from anyone who's dumped me, but um, <laughs> what a catch. Um, let's finish the text. Okay. Thank you for sharing your feelings with me. I'm sure that was difficult to do. Although I can't empathize with some of the things you've gone through in the past year, it really sounds like it was really compounded and magnified by a toxic ex. It's hard not to have someone who knows you slash your previous life and then still be nostalgic for having that person, even if they were horrible to you. Laying to rest the life you imagined is difficult. I've often wanted to have the comfort of having someone to share feelings with too, but I know it takes effort to get to that point, which sounds like you... Like you can't put in at this point, possibly with me or anyone else, which makes me question why you were on the app looking for a relationship. That being said, that was a lengthy, it's not you, it's me breakup text. And it's pretty shitty to sleep with someone repeatedly and then not even show their respect or courage to have an honest conversation. I feel disrespected. I'm looking for a relationship, so I'm not interested in friendship with you. Good luck. Okay. Um, I'm really sorry that you feel that way, but you have every right to. You seem to understand the situation I had been in very well just from that brief explanation, and I can feel your empathy coming through, but at the same time, you aren't pleased with me. Though I understand why and you have the right to be, I'm still really saddened by that. It wasn't my intention to be dishonest with you. I don't think I was. In fact, I wanted to be completely honest, and that's why I'm saying this now. It's just that these feelings developed in me as you and I got closer. I came to you and said this as soon as it became clear to me. I didn't know this is go this going in, and I thought I was ready. 
if you feel disrespected, then no matter what, I clearly uh, didn't handle all this the right way. And the ways that I could <laughs> have had... <laughs> And the, I mean, dude, enough. Uh, and, and the ways that I could have had more communication with you racing through my head right now are racing through my head right now. This wasn't my intention. I wish I had said something up front and maybe just waited a little bit, but I just didn't uh, know where my feelings uh, were going to end up. And I was optimistic. I know you probably won't believe me, but my truth is that I didn't keep anything from you. You are the first person I've spent any time with since my last relationship. I would never have imagined that spending a healthy time with someone good would make me sad in, in some kind of other unhealthy way that I'm just only now realizing. I thought for me I let enough time pass to be ready for this. I really did. I still think I let enough time pass, and I don't uh, – and I – don't keep anything from you. You are the first person I've spent any time with since my last relationship. I would have never imagined that spending a healthy time with someone could uh, good would make me feel sad in some kind of other unhealthy way that I'm just only realizing. I thought for me, I let enough time pass to be ready for this. I really did. I still think I let... Uh, let enough time pass and I don't know why I'm having these feelings, but they are just here and they are weighing so heavily on me. I wanted to do everything right and I didn't, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this and I'm sorry I've made you feel that way. Thanks for apologizing. Keep your chin up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European 
European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. 
The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. And then let's get her question to us. She okay. says, my question to you, is he a genuine sad boy that seems to just not have his shit together after all these bad things that recently happened? Or is he just being a normal yet verbose fuckboy? I feel like he should have known better than to say he's seeking a partner relationship, etc. at this time. To me, this is a classic sleep with them, ditch at the first sign of greater intimacy situation. I have had plenty of those, so it's easy to spot. Would love your thoughts. I approached him with a mix of deep and true empathy, but also called him out. Um... Yeah, I'm not on her side. Yeah, um, she's. I think she's being very harsh. She seems bitter. I mean, even her the way she asks her questions, and I and I appreciate her email, and I appreciate that she's asking the question. But she the questions she's asking, like they're not very empathetic to like him coming to conclusions and the way he comes to them being different than like at let's say at his worst. Let's 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 say at his worst, mm-hmm. he said he wanted to be in a relationship and then you had sex and then he was like, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't does he has that right to do. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think that any kind of like discussion about relationships or, or wanting wanting to be at where you're at at any point, people can and are allowed to change their minds right or they're allowed to feel differently than they did a week ago a month ago a second ago whatever um that happens that's life it sucks sometimes when like you think that someone's and i can understand like this sucks i get that but like i don't see she's like she says in her first response to him i feel disrespected and it's pretty shitty to sleep with someone repeatedly and then not even show the respect or courage to have an honest conversation this is an honest conversation yeah is it not you (laughs) yeah and if having sex with someone means that you're together forever then that's kind of a un like a unrealistic ver you know view of how sex is gonna work for you right you're gonna be let down at every sexual turn yeah, just to me, this seems like this leaves like no room for like an evolving relationship or evolving feelings. And like to me, this is like the biggest honest conversation and exp- and and um, perhaps too much. Like, yeah, this is the definition of an honest conversation to me. He's not just saying like, "Hey, like I just I I feel like I'm I'm not ready for a relationship, um, but I had a great time hanging out," which is what. I think a lot of people would do because they don't necessarily what have they been dating for three months? You don't necessarily owe someone that much more than them. It's nice when you get it, but this is him really like overly trying to explain himself because he does feel bad. And because he like seemingly is really going through something that he wants you to know that this is his entire thought pattern behind it. Yeah. And, and I think like the reason he actually writes everything he writes is in the like in I terms. He's not blaming her for anything. He's saying he had a good time with her genuinely. And I think the thing she wants that makes him not a fuckboy 
is the thing he can't do, which is to give you seven reasons that you're not the one for him. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. But like, like what? She, in what he's world? not even saying like, you're not the one for me. He's saying I'm not in a place in my life where I feel like I can date. I'm depressed. I don't like sure. feel good. And she, and she's saying, you need to know if you're depressed before having sex with me. And that's, you know, that's giving no emotional leeway to anyone else but yourself. Like it's, it's not really giving him the opportunity. Like, listen, this is the problem with the relationships. This is why people get hurt because you're trying to get through, you're trying to find someone that while going, while you have your own shit going on. And sometimes your own shit is the reason you can't be more serious with someone. But like, I think the idea that he's like, Oh, uh, is he just a normal yet verbose fuck boy? Like I didn't I, get that if, if you, at all from, from these no. texts. And, and, and also if, Someone, if anyone who has sex with you that doesn't end up in a relationship with you is a fuck boy, then I, I, I don't know how to help, right? Right. It also, like, I mean, let's... Then maybe you don't uh, have sex. Right. Maybe how would you, she, you, you how have would to she, figure out your own relationship with sex. What? Yeah, what did she want? How would she have preferred this to happen? She says, I want an honest conversation. This is an honest conversation. Yeah. She says, like, you should know before you, like, are on the apps or speaking to someone that you know, you're ready for a relationship. He thought he was. He said that. He said, I thought yeah. I was. I had this breakup. I thought I was ready. You were the first person I, I met. I thought I was ready to move on. Turns out I'm not. People are allowed to change their mind. Like we say that for both people, for all situations. Yes. If you slept with someone on the first date and then you don't want to sleep with them again on the second date, you have the right to change your mind there. If you want a relationship yes. on the first date and then you get to know the person and you're like, or you're in a different state and you're like, I don't want a relationship. I actually realize I don't want a relationship. You're allowed to do that too. I think what's worse is like is to feel that way and not say anything, which he's not doing. Yeah, and I understand that when someone ends something with you, there's that immediacy of like, I got to make them feel as bad as I feel. And it kind of feels like that's what she's doing. Like mm -hmm. where she's like, I got to throw a couple arrows at him so he knows that he can't just get out of here without feeling as hurt as I do to be turned down. I understand that. And, but I don't think when, you know, when she says I called him out on the way out, like you're not teaching him anything. He's already trying to learn. He's trying to figure himself out. Like, and if you had questions, you could have asked him. You didn't ask any questions. She didn't even ask any questions. Right. Like, it's not like she said like, Hey, um, is there something like, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, like what question, but like, she's not even engaging with him. She's just blaming him for changing I, his I mind. Guess, like, she's blaming him for changing, for changing his, his mind. mind. And she's kind of like is the agreement of every relationship that someone might change their mind. That's the agreement of getting into any type of a relationship with anyone that someone might change them. Right. And to me, if you're reading this whole long, seems like deeply personal, it's pretty vulnerable explanation. And you're reading that as like, this guy's a robust fuck boy. Like to me, that me might mean that you have like are not they're not quite as empathetic as you think you are. Yeah, that's that's where it comes down to like he like if your version of every person that has had sex and doesn't end up with you is that this was their long game approach at fucking you, <laughs> like <laughs> you think very little of people. Like it, it, this seems more ex exhausting. Like. 
Yeah, like, like, if you think this is how he gets casual sex, <laughs> maybe you met that one person. Maybe you met that one psychopath asshole. And I'm not saying that person doesn't exist, but I would also say that if you expect that, if, if that's how you're labeling everyone who does this, then you're right. you're being a little cynical. He also didn't even need to respond to your last text, but he responded no. again in a very, like, seemingly, like, I feel awful that I didn't handle this in the perfect way. And that you feel bad. Like, that's never what I wanted to do. I th- I did the best I could. Like, I handled it the best that I could in that moment. And it's like, we're all, like, if you think about dating, like, we're all just trying the best we can. And, like, sometimes it doesn't, like, the person doesn't take it exactly how we wanted them to. But, like, I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, and I think he did a good job, too. And I also think, like, the one mistake is saying I'd like to have you in my life as a friend. I, I, I think I could understand how that's annoying. Right. Because she even writes, I, I'm looking for a relationship, so I'm not interested in a friendship with you. Good luck. Like, that is a reasonable response. Being like, hey, listen, I was getting to know you and I was enjoying myself. I need to take, I'm not going to be friends with you because that's just not the type of relationships I'm looking for right now. Like, that's okay to say no to. It's it's not okay. I I... Everything she did is okay. I'm just saying, like, it just, I'm with you where it's like, this guy gave, you know, if, if it feels like this person is annoyed with dating, it feels like they need the, well, just another fuck boy so that they can not try and kind of figure themselves out or do some self, you know, oh, how would I do, do this differently next time? Like, she could look at this and go, wow, um, I'm really mad I had sex with that guy because now I feel a certain way. Maybe I should readjust who I'm having sex with and how I'm having sex or when I'm having sex and my relationship. Like, she doesn't do that. She's just saying another fuck boy came in and got what he want. Right. Or it's okay to just say, like, that's disappointing. Like, it's okay to feel shitty after getting a text like this. It's okay to say, like, this sucks. Like, I like this person. And they're basically saying, like, it, like their their short answer is that they like they don't want to date me right now and that makes me feel mm. bad and I feel shitty. That's okay to do that without like sure. villainizing a person. Like you can feel bad without having a target of your like yeah s- sadness slash anger. Like you can just sit with that, feel bad, and then move on. You don't have to blame someone or villainize them. Totally. Um, again, another, we solve dating once again, Jordan. I think right. Look at us. <laughs> Listen, send in it. your screenshots, UUP at Betches.com. Keep sharing. Keep letting people know. This is a good one. I, I think people are going to enjoy this one. I liked it, too. Happy May. <laughs> Back next week. Bye. UUP is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.